the fourth installment of the Expendable franchise comes out September 22nd. Ivan and I are going to take a look back at the one that started all 2010's The Expendables. Bring it. Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. My name is Angel. Hi, Don. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoiler alert. The Expendables, a movie that I hold dear in my heart. It's like up there with Predator in the sense of action films. And surprisingly enough, when I went to look at the Rotten Tomato score, this is rated at 41% by the critics and 64% by the audience. And I am shocked. I mean, for pure fun, pure adrenaline, this is the best out of so far of the Expendables franchise, the best one, is directed by Sylvester Stallone, co-written by Sylvester Stallone and Dave Callahan, starring Sylvester Stallone as Barney Ross. I just noticed that that's the third character he wrote that has an R, Rocky Rambo Ross. Mm-hmm. That's the thing for R's. And as Barney Ross, switch it around, Rocky Balboa, am I digging too deep? Maybe. Okay, I'm going to be digging too deep. Jason Statham, Jet Lee, Dolph Lundgren, Eric Roberts, Randy Couture, who we just mentioned in. Hello, Johnny Black. Steve Austin, David Zayas. He's from where? He played the General Garza. Oh, Dexter. He was the cop, right? Yes, Angel, Batista. You did not like him. (laughs) In in, in Dexter? (laughs) Yeah, he was corny. You hated Giselle, the fact that his name was Angel. Giselle Ite, who played Sandra, the damsel in distress. A.K.A. daughter. Right. Gary Daniels, who we know him from. A few moments later. Trying to put a face. Who was he in the I, movie? He had the Fu Manchu. They call him the Brit. Star Wars? No. He was the live action version of Fist of the North Star. Oh my God. I was thinking of Ray Park. <laughs> You know, I never look up the cast, uh, but yeah, he, he, <laughs> yo, have you ever sold a live action version of Fist of the Star? Yes, Side note. pretty bad and kind of good at the same time. It is extremely bad, but in a good way in some way and things. Yeah. The, the martial arts is really good, but the acting is stupid. But anyway, let's continue with Terry Crews, mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke. You have other actors too, of course, but those are the main True. Crew. The one other actor uh, or actress I remember was Charisma Carpenter from, because Buffy and Angel. Is she look good in it? Technically not necessary. Yes, I was about to say. N- not necessary for this story. It really served no purpose in a sense. Other than for like a running joke. I don't know if it's a running joke, but yeah. yeah they, they made a joke at the end. I guess. All right. Now, this movie, again, I to me, it's like I can watch this movie over and over and over again. Are there full pause? Yes. There are some a lot of bad CGI moments because there are times where they're in the car, the vehicle, where they're supposed to be in on the island. They're actually in green screen room in a car. A lot of times, the daggers from... Christmas, Jason Stevens' character is fake. Oh, absolutely. You can tell, like, it's done very well. I mean, except for the end. Close to which end? The very last dagger that gets the guy in the back. That's fake. Yeah, that's what I said, except for the end. Oh. It's like, you said it's done very well. It was epic. Oh, bad. oh. oh epic. Yeah, it's shining bright in a dark mm-hmm. woods. Looks like a machete. Dark. Well, it's because it's the knife that 
Dolph Lundgren had bigger, almost like a sword. That's why I'm saying it looked like a machete. It looked it looked like it grew. Right. <laughs> but what I liked the most about this, Sylvester Stallone directed this. He also directed Rambo, mm-hmm. where you know it's just very military or guerrilla style directing. Just get the shots. Just get it in. Get intense. Let's get it and get out. Like let's do it and be done with it. And behind the scenes stuff, you see a lot of stuff of like it's just run the lines real quick, real quick rehearse. Now let's do it. But also like the chemistry of the characters, as if they were doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like the the part which is one of my favorite scenes, Jason Statham and Sylvester is that they're fighting all these guys, and then a truck door opens, and the guy's about to shoot Jason, but then Sylvester shoots his the guy. He's like, "Yeah, you could have killed me. Yeah. You could have killed me." And they're like, "You're welcome." And he was like raising their hands, and and Sylvester's like raising his like. Whatever. Those moments like that seem very natural as if they were doing this for a long time. And I like that, especially also where they had that roundabout and they were talking about a mission and Randy Couture talks about his um, therapy. And then you have Jet Lee talking about his family that he doesn't have. He just wants more money. Yeah. And, and like Jason and uh, Stallone are looking at each other and they're like, I, I don't know. I don't get it. But whatever it is. For me, I just dug that. It felt very organic. Now, what about you? You, you haven't seen this. I don't know when was the last time you saw this. Did you enjoy it as much as I still do? I honestly hadn't seen it prior to this in years. More than five years, I want to say. I've seen the first Expendables maybe two other times prior to this. I would tell you right now, I'm not going to give it as high as praise as you. Okay. I do say it's it's good for what it is. It is a lot of action. You're going to get a lot of good comical moments. It is going to be entertaining in a lot of different ways. For me, there were some things, there's certain things I like about action, and there's certain things I don't like about certain action scenes, uh, about how they're done, and that throws me off greatly when that happens. Like what, for example? Cut scenes, uh, a lot of cut scenes are where they flip back and forth on a scene, and so it's not cohesive in one moment, like... Okay, but like what, for example, like what scene? The St- Jason Statham versus uh, with uh, Jet Li final fight with um, Gary Daniels, the Brits, and they keep hitting him, and it's like boom, 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 and it felt like I was gonna have a seizure. Seeing the scene cut down in so many ways, you could literally just stay on the scene. You don't need. To, they're not leaving the room. They're not doing anything. You could do all that and still get the scene done. Well, I I kind of like that scene. Because how they took him out. No, the the takeout was good. I'm just talking about leading up to that. Right. But to me, it also didn't make no sense because we don't see Gary really do his thing. No, you don't. He was known for his direct-to-DVD action martial art films. Yeah, strong strong in the 90s. Yeah, he did a lot of them. And, And he still looks great. Then in 2010, he still had the size and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He took it to the next level where Van Dam was going in the sense of the kicking and all that stuff, the splits and all that yeah. stuff. Because he he has a movie with Jackie Chan called City Hunter, which is a anime and manga series. Loki love then, that film. Yeah, and Jackie Chan made a film out of that, and then Gary Daniels was in it, and they did that Street Fighter sequence mm-hmm. back and forth where he's he's can and he has that split where he can he can pick himself up by squeezing his legs together and slide on the floor yep so he you know anyway that's why i'm a little disappointed in here that they didn't really show it in the sense why there's our two-on-one with this guy that we have not seen prior into the film was a badass or a force to be reckoned with mm-hmm. that two guys needed to take him out but they did that okay 
but they didn't let, let nothing to lead up to that. So I think they did just only... because he started to win against Jet Li and then Jason Statham showed he up. He didn't really. No, he wasn't. He was stabbing him, jabbing, he was stabbing him with, the, with the dagger and all that stuff. And, yeah. But still entertaining nonetheless. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying it's not entertaining. It's just like things like that throw me off right. and I right. lose a lot of points with that. And it, it was longer than it should have been. Charisma Carpenter's part, as nice as it was, that whole story arc with her. Not it necessary. They had Arnold and Bruce Willis just to have them in there. So there's a lot of parts. That was a great, of, but that it's was a nice, awesome. it's a nice me, little cameo. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. It, it was fun because they had that also that banter with each other, which was really good. Now, there's also a director's cut of this. Okay. Don't get it. All right. <laughs> it's not <laughs> worth it. It, it. it takes it out. It takes it out. Like, because it starts with him, Barney Ross, narrating. And it, it just takes it out. Where in this one, we see a ship being taken over by pirates, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. we see the Expendables come in. Yeah, doing their job. That's a better intro. That's a better start. You get into it. You understand what's happening. The director's mm-hmm. cut takes it out. It, it, and it, it changes some things in the middle of the film. A little more story with the Jason Statham and the girl. Again, not needed. Yeah. Yeah, if they cut out like 15 minutes to make it a solid 90-minute movie, cool. Yeah, okay. If we took out like Charisma Carpenter's part, and like you want to give us more backstory to one of the other characters cool like i was interested in Dolph Lundgren's character yes but no i mean they it, it, they from him like he was the weakest link in the sense of like acting wise talent wise mm-hmm. he is not a good actor he is great when he does accents he was also actually very good in aquaman surprisingly I did like good aquaman, yeah yeah he, i was surprised by that but when he's doing regular stuff, if it's not an accent, he's not good. It's like very plain. He tries so hard. Like the part where Jason comes to, and they're in the plane after he gets handcuffed. Jason comes in and he's like, are you good? And he's like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He nods for so long. Just nod or say, yeah. No need to nod for five minutes and then say, yeah. You're beating a dead horse. I actually uh, would have liked it. If he went more crazy, because I like Dolph Lundgren yeah. when he's insane, where they resurrected his character. What what was that Universal movie? Um, Universal Soldier. That was a good one, but there was a one where they resurrected his original character. Regeneration. Is that is that Universal Soldier? It, it, yeah, re- Universal Soldier Regeneration. So I was right. Well, well, they're all Universal Soldiers, but <laughs> he's always re- and he's resurrected. But this was like his body was in a mincemeater, and they cloned him. Oh. I didn't see that part. I didn't see that. It came out years later. That was actually a really good film. I did enjoy that one. I digress. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't get it. So what was your point? Uh, I liked Dolph Lundgren the way he's insane. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't given the, the, the freedom to let loose. Like the car chase scene when he's chasing the guy and he's like, don't talk to me, bug. And like. Right. Insect. Uh, insect. And Cockroach. like. And, like all this, all these like stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that he was him. leaning to being the insane Dolph Lundgren. I'm like, he's getting good, but then yeah. they pull him back. And that scene with him and Jet Li—that's one scene I did not appreciate mm, because I, I the camera angles there. They're in the little thing. You can't really see the movement because the cameras are so up close, so you can't really appreciate the movements that was happening. Because you have a guy who's small but very fast, and you have a guy who's very tall who can reach you easily and he's strong but here's the funny thing is and i I remember watching that for the first time and re-watching it and going duff lundgren can fight like in in real life he can 
he fought, he was he was, he trained in Kyokushin. He's a black belt in Kyokushin karate. I think he got fourth dan or third dan. Yeah, he's like a champ. Yeah. yeah, I think he was also yeah. a champion in one style, uh, like one tournament or something like that. Or I've seen maybe he utilized that like once or twice in his film career. No, not no. There was several times he utilized the fact that he can fight. Uh, sh- Showdown uh, sh- of the Tokyo. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. And there was others. I'm like, use that. Like this Red was Scorpion. a. Did he, did he use that in Red Scorpion? He did martial arts in there. He did stuff. Yeah. So like that could have been something that could have been more utilized in a, in a close hand to hand fight with Jet Li. I would want to be able to say, hey, can can I do some like actual martial arts went with him? Like this would be a great moment rather than just make me seem like a juggernaut. I mean, granted, he is older. They're all older. older. They're all older, but Jet Li's a little younger, a little more, and more frequent with his martial arts training. True. They say, Dolph Lundgren, I, I will guess. Yeah, that was the, like to me the weakest of the fight scenes because again, you can't appreciate. It. That's and that's what the, like martial art fight scenes. You need to see the movement. You can't hide it. Yeah. If you're hiding it, it's because it could be multiple factors why that didn't work so well. What was your best or favorite scene though? You kind of called it out when he, uh, that scene with the security stopping them in front of the uh, one they're on tour and they take out yes, everybody. No, 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 that's one I like. I like that's my favorite one too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought the, that was just a cohesive, really there. good scene. Every the tension rises, and then when everything pops off, it, it's just like really good. That when it cut from one person to the other, it's not too quick, but not too long, staying on one person versus the other. I thought it was very cohesive. My second favorite is with him, Stallone versus mm. Stone Cold Austin. You didn't like Randy Couture versus Stone Cold? Nah. <laughs> At the end, he's on fire and all that stuff. Nah. I kind of nah, liked the, when uh, Terry Crews walks in with uh, his girlfriend. The, his, girlfriend uh, it was cool and it's like it's like it sounds like drums even though it's mm-hmm. not it's like bam, 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 bam. and you hear like stallone god damn that's loud <laughs> and they said what happened to you i just got my ass kicked and it was like it was, which is funny because it's true but that's in this movie too like stallone suffered major injuries he broke his neck in this one mm. and it's it's with stone cold and we see it is on film when he says bring it to stone cold and, stone and he cold, spears him that land that we see as when he breaks his neck that's the thing with stallone uh he's like no we we gotta make it real and he always gets hurt when he goes into that mode and he fought Dolph lundgren in uh the rocky four rocky and he's like, yeah, like, like chest was in the hospital for like a week because he kept egging Duff london he's like no it really hit me really hit me Duff london's like i'm gonna hurt you yeah he got what he asked for but oddly enough he was afraid to do that with hulk hogan and rocky three yeah he's like he got scared he says don't worry i'll sell it don't worry you'll be fine and i guess that's where he got a little more comfortable i don't know but he also torn I want to say I want to say his Achilles, either his Achilles or his tendons in his ankle, because he tore something there, and they show yeah. it like on the behind the scenes, like he's trying to, like he just he, he felt something, and then he see he's grabbing his foot, he's laying down, stretching it, which is a wrong thing to do. Yeah, but he, his flexibility was, I guess, his adrenaline, what have you, his flexibility was able to bring his his foot to his head or his shin to his head. I didn't even know that. Yeah, so he got hurt knowing all this stuff and seeing what he did for it. You know, him writing, him directing, him starring. This is why I love it more. Now, is it as good as Predator in the story base? No, of course not. But it's a cohesive story. You see it going down. He is a guy also in the sense of redemption. Yeah, it leads to that. because mm-hmm. Right, because of what he sees with her, the, the, the daughter. She had going. a cause worth she, fighting for. Right. And that, that hit him. Even though he's been on the field and done so many jobs, it's like something about her for some reason. I don't know that he liked her. Could be something like that. 
had a little hot for her. She was attractive. I think that was like what started it, but like uh, that whole Mickey Rourke scene uh, was right. Really, what Which drove was it one home. take. That was yeah. a one take scene. Which Mickey Rourke actually, uh, for me, kind of stole the show. Like when he was on there, his presence actually. Yes, took it over. Off, it came off from his uh, the movie The Wrestler. He mm-hmm. had that stocky build. He had that iconic look that he had for a while. Now he looks totally different. The Wrestler, Iron Man Two, and then this one, all Corsai where they his had bulky that stage. Look with, his bulky stage with the hair and the accent he had at that time because he was like a rock and roller kind of like mm-hmm. kind of dude, and it fit. It fit his. It fit his motif. It fit his what he was doing at that moment. Yeah, he did steal the show. Yeah, the charisma he had. That was what it was. He had a, yeah. this character just had huge amount of personality. And for me, the weakest point was the love interest story with Christmas and that girl. Not needed. Even even the scene with him in the basketball court. Yeah, that was just to show that he could be still. He's like a badass, but yeah, not not, not either. Like I mean, like okay, like those guys could have pressed charges. That motherfucker could have been in jail. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially um, pulling out a knife and then stabbing the guy. Could have. I mean. That that knife was big, and he hit the when he popped the basketball. It didn't hit, hit the guy. All that for him to go say you should have waited. I was worth it. Right. Was this supposed to be like a validation for you, bro? Like as in like self affirmation of uh, you know. Well, also to, your also own to show personal her, value. Well, not just that, but I think also to show her like what he does for a living because she never knew. He did tell her that. Yeah, you, like at at that scene, he goes, "You right. wanted to know what I do. This is what I do. I kick ass." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I randomly beat up people. Yes, I, I, it's, <laughs> play, I play stab basketball basketballs. <laughs> yes, I don't like basketball. I like football. <laughs> that's my that's my sport. I love football and and rugby and cricket. This basketball is crap. Oh my god, that reminds me of the movie he did called Mean Machine. <laughs> it's soccer in jail. It's it's basically longest yard in UK playing soccer. I would not be watching that. All right. So where do we fall in with the Rotten Tomato score of 41% with the critics and 64% with the audience? There's very few times I'll side with critics. This is still not one of those times. I'm going to lean towards the audience. I will go 67. 67? Yeah. Like I said, since the movie first came out, I only seen it, including this time, two other times. Three times total in my life. I don't have the drive to go say... I want to see this movie again. It just doesn't resonate with me. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. 90 for me. I felt that. <laughs> you were a roadie. Uh, it was just pouring out from your pores like 90s. I own it. It is definitely worth the watch. If they will give it again, say they would show it right before they did Expendables 4, I would get tickets and see it again in the big screen. I saw it twice in the big screen. I've seen it like 10 times or more already at home. This movie is for me is pure adrenaline. It's pure action. The story may be a little weak, but I love the chem- the chemistry with the characters. I would tolerate the story with Christmas and his girl. Mickey Rourke does steal it. I love Terry Crews in it. Randy Couture is funny as hell, especially with his yeah, it's not easy uh, being absolutely. green. It's not easy being green with his uh story. I love that. The cauliflower yes. Yeah, I love that scene because they like again, they're like bantering with each other. They're they're like acting as best friends. They've been together for a long time. The founders of Planet Hollywood, Bruce Willis, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. That scene at, in the church is also very entertaining for me. They're cracking jokes. You know, my friend loves being in the jungle. Talking about Rambo. What's his problem? He wants to be president. 
Arnold, who was at who was governor at the time. Mm-hmm. It was, for me, it's just pure joy, fun. I yes. So for you, it's Part price two. of admission. Oh, price of admission worth the own. Uh, yeah. For, is there for me it was a one but, and done <laughs> no problem expendables two shit expendables three shitter shitter and hope <laughs> four redeems itself in one way or another reason why i think those twos are shit even though you have like van damme you have chuck you know, norris Hitchin, chuck norris well chuck norris not really doing anything he's just his this like mission mission impossible not mission impossible mission and action days with this with the gun and invasion usa you know he can't really move he's just shooting but the thing is what i love about this one is that you have directing talents of Sylvester Stallone that yeah. it was written by or co-written by Sylvester Stallone. So you have like, this is part of his baby. And then he gave his baby to other people to work on, to write, to direct, what have you. So it has that missing element. I'm sorry. Scott Atkins is in Expendables 2. Underutilized. Van, yes. Yes. And Van Damme. And then the fight, the fight with him and Van Damme, Sylvester and Van Damme was so a letdown mm-hmm. in comparison to what we saw. Like the action we see here, you know, it's like, I mean, I think I own Expendables 2. And I only think I've watched it twice. Probably. Jet Li's not even in it. Asian girls is in it. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying it's like, Jet Li's not even, he just, he shows up and then leaves and then he reappears at the end of Expendables 2. I was like, why even bother? Yeah, that's true. I am going to watch Expendables 4 because I do love the franchise. I And I'm just hoping they bring about now how they're going to do that in a sense of Sylvester. It's like, and so is everyone else. I mean, they brought yeah, in a lot of new blood there too. That's what they've been doing for with the last two films. Yeah, 50 Cent is in this. I don't know why. Okay, sure. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, 50. I know people were like, 50 Cent's the action star. I'm like, is he? Is he? Yeah, is he? I mean, Wesley Snipes was awesome in Expendables 3. I did I did like Wesley Snipes, yeah. Because he's a martial artist. He's Shotokan. He has that. And he, he's like, the, his personality for a character is also really yeah. cool. All right, guys. That is our throwback review of The Expendables. Have you seen it? What was your thoughts on it? What was your favorite moment or your least favorite moment? Let us know in the description below. If you have a movie or show you'd like us to review, please either email us at talesoftwobros at gmail.com or leave a comment in the description below. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, too.